Welcome aboard Navigate to Greatness podcast, where we share how to plot the course to personal greatness. My name is Ty Foster, speaker, entrepreneur, and value coach. I'll be your host and navigator on this voyage, but you, my friend, you are the captain of this ship. You know, I believe in being guided. I mean truly guided. And my mission is to share tools and tips that help guide you to your own personal greatness. Welcome, 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 my captains, my people, my brothers, my sisters. It's time to navigate to greatness. I hope you're ready. I hope whatever you're doing that you've you've pulled over, because if you're driving, this episode may cause an accident because of so much excitement. What I want to break down for you is that captain's will. And we're going to be talking about the power part of the captain's will. Now, we haven't touched on that at all yet. We've talked about defining who you are. We've talked about the GPS in yourself, finding your gifts, your passions, your stumbling blocks. We even talked about going in that captain's will and understanding your purpose and your people. Okay, the last part of this captain's will, and probably one of the most important parts, is the power. What drives this ship or this vessel to the destination in which you desire most? And and how do we utilize that power source? What power source are we using? And when you think about a boat, you think about a boat traveling on sea in three different ways. They're either going to use a motor, they're either going to be rowing themselves or, or, you know, wind. Yeah, sailing, sailboats. And that's, that's kind of the, the idea of power is that when you get your purpose in place and you figure out, you know, this is who I am, this is what I truly want out of life, then you go to work on that purpose, people start showing up in that world in which you've created and they want to be your advocate for your purpose. Okay. And then there's this power and the power lies in the synergy and all those things coming together. I mean, let's let's start with Nemo, okay? Well, no, 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 let's save let's save Nemo, let's save Nemo. Let's start with let's start with my girl, okay, Gertrude. Some of you guys have probably heard of Gertrude. All right, she was the first female to ever finish, all right, and swim across the English Channel, and she was the first one to break the record straight up. She kicked these guys' booty. I think there were five people at the time that had tried to. I should say tried, had completed it. And she was the uh, sixth person to complete it, uh, swimming across the English Channel. And she beat the time by like two hours. I think it was like two hours and 13 minutes. Nuts. So she finished in 14 hours and 36 minutes. And that's just unfreaking believable. First of all, 
you know, I'm a black male and I'm pretty muscular. And I know they say a lot of black people don't know how to swim. And that's probably pretty true. I mean, if you think about it, yeah, it's probably true. But, I, you know, I learned how to swim differently. Like my, my mom's boyfriend took me and threw me in the pool and went inside. And I literally, there was no one out there. So it was either I was going to swim or doggy paddle to the edge or I was going to die. I, you know, my sister and I were talking about that a few weeks ago. I was like, man, she was like, I would have drowned. He did the same thing to her. She's like, I would have drowned. I was like, no, actually, you would have swim. You know, human beings are pretty resilient, man. We don't want to die. We will fight for every last ounce of breath. So back to my story with Gertrude. What you got to understand about Gertrude is that she was an Olympian. She's an athlete. She trained for years in the water. That was her environment. But she had a purpose. She wanted to swim the English Channel. That was her purpose. And she said, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And so she hired a coach to help her on that process. And he, he, uh, she got to do this. This actually did her, her second time doing it is when she accomplished the task. Her first time, he actually, her coach pulled her out of the water. He told her, stop. You got to get out. You got to get out. The swells were getting too high. Uh, they thought she had kind of passed out in the water and they came to rescue her and she was just re- she was just resting. So she was pissed. She was pretty mad. So she fired her coach. See, sometimes you got you sometimes you got the wrong people in there. They can only get you so far and they can't see past that moment. That's when you need to get rid of them. But in terms of power, what kept her going the second time is she knew she could do it. She was just within the she was just within reach of getting there and she they pulled her out. So the second time swimming. She got she got a crew on this boat. I mean, she had camera crew. She got funding. She, I mean, she marketed herself to the T. And this is a lesson you can take as a marketer or a business owner. You know, you want so many people in your corner that, you know, you ain't, you got no other choice but to succeed, right? She's got all those cameras on her. She's got writers documenting the whole deal. Like, there is no way you're going to be like, man, if I quit, right, I'm dying in this water. <laughs> I'm not going to get out and face the music. Oh, she didn't accomplish. Anyway, so she did it. And, um, you know, her coach, uh, Burgess, he yelled out to her. I think she's seven hours, seven to nine hours into this thing. And he tells her, you need to come out because it's getting pretty rocky. You know, the the waves, the swells are getting pretty high. And she is, she's just chilling. She's doing her deal. In fact, she turns around, looks at her coach and she says, for what? You know, and her dad, luckily, her dad and her sister are on there. They're like, no, you keep going. You keep going. I'm going to give you a roadster. You you finish this deal. So it's, you know, it's people like that that are giving you that motivation to keep going. Okay. It's that drive that pushes you beyond your limits. And she wasn't, she wasn't tired in that sense. She was just, she was moving. They were worried about her from the from the winds and all the, the waves coming up. I, I think the coach was more worried about his life than hers. And so luckily she had the right people on the boat with her. So, you know, you know, check that off in your life. If is your purpose, whatever your purpose is, do you are people supporting that or are they are they afraid for where you're going that they're they're pushing their fears onto you? So that's what we do as human beings. Like when we're afraid of something and somebody's doing it, we say, Well, are you sure you want to do that? And what we're really saying is 
I'm afraid to do it. And I'm, I just, if you leave me, I'm going to be sad that I didn't do it. And I don't have the courage to step, take the steps that you're doing. I don't have the courage to swim the English channel. Okay. Speaking of courage. So, so I look at that as that's the motor part of your power. Okay. Motor motivation, right? So maybe you're using that form of power to get you where you want to go. Here's a, here's an, an alternative form of power. Okay. We can look at the wind and wind is powerful. It's absolutely extraordinary what wind will do uh, just in, in creating energy in general. And, you know, if we define power, what is it? We're talking about the ability to do work on a force. And if you talk about your purpose, it's saying we're doing work on your purpose. So think of this wind helping push you toward your purpose. The same wind blows on us all. He said the difference is the set of the sail. So if you're going through trials, if you're going through something in the midst of your purpose, we all go through crap. You know, somebody's going to have a relative die or a spouse or a kid or somebody's going to have a situation. I got a friend of mine who speaks for a living and she's, you know, my peak performance partner. We throw down with each other. She lost her child. I mean, she had to hold her child in her arms. Lifeless. Not, not too long after that, the same thing happened with her husband. Her husband came back. Child didn't. You know, but she, you know, that's not her story. She doesn't live in the tragedy. She lives in the moment of like, look, we can take our adversity and turn it to an opportunity. So the same when we're all going to have crap come on us, it's how we perceive it. We get to spin the story how we want to spend it. And we can look at it as a victim or we can look at it as, hey, I'm a victor. So think about that. Okay. But as you go through that win, you can set that sail however you want. And so there's this, there's this, uh, I call him a Jaredite, but it's this, uh, what do you call this? Book of Mormon prophet. And he's, uh, I'm reading this story and he comes, guy, he's like, God, I just want to be with my people. Can you help me be with my people? He's like, yeah, I'll hook you up. I'll, I'll let you stay with your people. And so he says, but I want you to follow what I say. He says, all right, I got you. So he goes out there and they're in the wilderness walking around. And, uh, you know, they have this experience where they just, you know, they're having fun out there. You know, they, they're loving it. And all of a sudden, God's like, hey, man, you said you were going to follow me. You, you're not even praying anymore. You're just partying on this beach. He goes, oh, yeah, 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 that's right. You want me to go to the promised land. Okay, cool. What do I, what do I need to do? I'm sorry. I want to do the right thing. What do I need to do next? He says, well, you need to go and get these things, these barges. You need to make this boat. So he's like, okay, cool. So he gets this thing set up, and he's like, hold on. So I'm about to travel across seas with all my friends and family. How, how am I going to get to where I'm supposed to go? Where do you want me to go? I don't even know where I'm going. So all these fears start to get in. And the, the, the story reads that there's a great wind that comes upon these boats yeah, or barges, what they call them, and it pushes them to the promised land. So what one person may see as you know, devastation or a trial that's going to happen to them. It's actually the trial that's pushing them towards their destiny or purpose or that which they desire most. And it's like, you know, what if he would have just said, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm out, I'm out. I'm getting off this darn thing. This boat's too crazy. Here's the, here's the end all to that in terms of that form of power. You can choose how you channel it 
to get you where you want to go. Because that same wind could be the very wind that's going to push you to where you need to be. I'm just saying, just saying. Don't shoot the messenger, okay? And the last one, the last form of power, which I absolutely love, and that's when there's no wind, row, right? When you don't have a motor, okay, or a team, this one here is my favorite form of power of all of them. I love the wind. I really do. I love the motor. But the one thing that fuels me more than anything that gives me my power is love. And that's the third form of power. And by far the most powerful one of all motors or, or uh, of all forms of power, love is the most powerful form of movement. And here's why. Think of Nemo and his dad. If you guys remember the story, opening scene, you know, uh, I don't know what that is, a shark or some creature comes out of nowhere eating up all the fish food, right? The baby fish. Mama tries to protect him. She's, she's dead, you know. And you're left with the dad who's very, very conservative and cautious because of what happened to his wife and all his other children. And Nemo's the only one left of that, okay? And he's got a messed up fin from the deal, so he's not, he's not able to survive in the wild like most fish, right? He's, he's at a disadvantage of getting eaten. His dad's worried. Just like, I, 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 could get, I get that as a, as a father with two girls. And so what happens is Nemo gets taken, right? And his dad's fighting. His dad, Mr. Conservative, who never leaves the reef, is, is dipping through all types of waves. He is fighting different creatures of the sea. And he's willing to go through bouncing from jellyfish and overcoming his fears, even though he's, he's scared they're there, they're present, but he's pushing through it because of the reality is I can overcome this. And if I do, if I'm able to overcome this thing, I'm going to be able to see my son again. He believes wholeheartedly in that love and that love is moving him across waters. You know, he doesn't have any wind. And in many cases, you guys see in the movie, he's fighting against the wind, fighting against currents. And there's all kinds of stuff happening, but love is powering this man to accomplish his purpose. And that's to be with his son again, to be reunited, be reunited. You know, so when you're going through your purpose, don't doubt your purpose. Fight. You know, that's what these powers give us to do. They give us the ability to fight. They give us the ability to be inspired and to inspire others. You know, doubt your fears before you doubt your purpose. I love what Marianne Williamson says. She says, no matter what happens in our lives, we choose how we wish to think about it. You know, the greatest gift we give ourselves is our willingness to change our minds. Despite what might seem to be the saddest and most craziest situation, we have the power to believe that something else is possible, that things can change. That miracles can happen. This simple shift in how we think can make all the difference in what happens next. So what's going to happen next for you? I love that, man. That's, a, that's a, such a powerful statement she makes. 
And I, I want you guys to understand that you you can't give up on your dream. You can't give up on that life that you desire, that destination which you want to reach. You can't. You can't. You know, I I hope that you feel the spirit of that message and that it radiates through your soul and causes you to act and move and change that mind so that you can get what you want, what you've always desired. So that you can use the power, that force that will drive you to success, whether it's love or using the row, you know, I say row, whether it's the motor or having that team on your side, you know, to push you through to say, keep going, keep going. Or whether it's the win, you know, where you say, you know what, I got a trial that's come upon me, but at my adversity become, can become an opportunity. I can become a victim or a victor, as my man Josh says. You know, whatever it is, utilize that power to get you where you want to go. Because there's a whole world waiting for you. Here's what I want to express to you. You have fueled me with love. You know, what was cool is this... um, a few weeks ago, we were on the new and noteworthy, and it was awesome to be at the top of the charts. And I was like, man, I didn't, you know, I didn't know that that would happen. It was really cool to have that experience. And I'll share, I'll send, the, I'll send a picture of it for you guys. But I just, I want to show you that I appreciate each one of you. Um, we have a Facebook group called Navigate to Greatness. And to show my appreciation, I'd love to take you through this captain's will. Um, it'll be, it's a, it's a, you know, you can go on there and I post questions and you can put your answers there, but just go to Facebook, type in navigate to greatness and go on there and join the group, be a part of the conversation. I'll add you and then you can start putting in your purpose. I'm Ty Foster, your navigator for this voyage and I'm out. Peace. Peace.